Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com/fine. Visit IXL.com/fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com/fine. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. The following podcast contains explicit language. Hey, Kristen. Hey, Jolenta. It has been one week since we lived by why good things happen to good people. So you know what that means. It's time for another By the Book mini sword. Yay! That's right. It's time for another By the Book epilogue. This week, we're looking at the aftermath of living by why good things happen to good people, how to live a longer, healthier, happier life by the simple act of giving by Stephen G. Post and Jill Nymark. But before we get into that and all the listener mail, we have a couple of announcements to make. First announcement is... We have a new website. Woo-hoo, yay! Cameron, you made this website for us, so can you tell us about it, please? Yes. Using my zero website making expertise, I made a website, and you can find it at bythebook.panoply.fm. The site has some fun photos, more details about us, information about our live shows, press clips, and lots, lots more. And if you have friends or family who you think would like the show but are kind of confused by podcast apps, you can just send them to our new webpage because all the episodes are in there under the Episodes tab. Amazing. Cameron, the site looks so good. And I have a confession to make, guys. For the longest time, that's how I would listen to podcasts. I would oh go gosh, to the website of like any show that I liked and uh-huh. I would just hit play. And I'm so... You're so bad at technology. I am, but I'm so understanding of other people who are bad at technology. So I'm uh-huh. really glad we have this webpage in place for people who maybe are scared of their smartphones that's or true. don't really understand their podcasting apps. I mean, this just is another way to hear the show that's a lot easier. So Cameron, the site looks amazing. I can't believe you've never made 
a website before this. This is crazy. It looks like you've made at least like four websites before this, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> You're really good. No, it, it was uh, <laughs> it was zero, but uh, I think this is a good uh, debut piece. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Catch Cameron's debut website work at buythebook.panoply.fm. Uh, oh, second announcement. Those of us who know and love Kristen know that she has an unhealthy obsession with the royal family. It's not unhealthy. Kristen is now co-hosting a second podcast in addition to buy the book. It's called When Meghan Met Harry, a royal wedding cast. So she has combined all of our obsessions into another podcast. <laughs> good, good. Can you tell us about a royal wedding cast? Yes, absolutely. So... As you know, Jolenta, Jolenta and Cameron have known about this for ages. So I co-host this show with James Barr, who is in the UK. He is a redheaded, fabulous white guy in the UK. I am a woman of color, American. Hey. Oh, does that couple, sound, if does, I ever heard one. Does that sound at all like maybe Harry and Meghan? Oh, maybe my gosh. I didn't are, even think about that. Yes. We're just like Harry and Meghan, and we're both obsessed with the royal family. And we both know for a fact that the wedding of Meghan Markle and Prince Harry will be the greatest day in all of our lives. Every Far week- greater than the day you married your own husband. <laughs> Dean. That was pretty good, too. That was pretty good. But I am so pumped about this, and James, my co-host, is so pumped about it. So every Tuesday, we release a new episode, and in those episodes, we do everything from give the latest headlines to deep dives into very pressing issues about the couple, and then we end each episode with a royal wedding prediction. And on May 19th, the wedding day of Meghan and Harry, we'll be releasing a drinking game slash bingo board with all of our predictions so we can all play along when you see that, yes, in fact, Barack Obama will be there for Does the wedding. Does this mean I have to watch the wedding now? You're going to have the best time at the wedding with me. We're I'm going to say, time. if there's drinking and your house involved, I may watch. <laughs> it's going to be so fun. So we wanted to let listeners know that we're dropping an episode of When Meghan Met Harry into the buy the book feed so you'll see that next tuesday we hope you love it and if you do please subscribe to it in itunes or wherever you get your podcasts yay megan and harry hooray and Kristen and her <laughs> new podcast uh okay now let's get to some of the great questions and comments we got from listeners on why good things Happen to good people. All right. So first of all, let's talk about this. Teresa wrote us on our Facebook community page. She said, do good things happen to good people? The book sounds like a rework of a 12-step program for non-addicts. The thing it missed, though, was the spiritual aspect, which I think is really important. Meanwhile, listener Laura responded quickly to Teresa's note, and she said, I thought the same thing. I'm in a 12-step program, and I couldn't help but notice the parallels myself. Personally, though, I'm glad there was no spiritual aspect, as that tends to be a barrier for people. Is that something that occurred That's, to you, Jolenta? I had no idea. No, I have lots of loved ones who are in 12-step programs, but I've never been to a meeting or really looked into it myself. Um, but I can see how it would make sense. Yeah, the doing good, making amends, like thinking about what's in your control and how you can do good in the world. Yeah. I mean, I have to say personally, I'm uh-huh. glad that this book didn't have a big spiritual aspect to it. I think that listener Laura is correct that I think that would have... Be uh, a barrier. That would have turned off a lot of people. Then on the flip side, I'm sure some people really want that. I, I don't know. But for me personally... I'm glad there wasn't a spiritual aspect to it. I just liked doing good because it made me feel good. And the side effect is also that hopefully it made some other people's lives better around me. Yeah. 
Yeah. I dig it. So I like that. Oh, next, can we talk about one of my favorite parts from our Good Things episode? Uh, the singing part. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Teresa wrote us to say, I loved Brad. Or was it Dean singing along? My guy would never have indulged that request. Uh, it was Dean. Kristen's <laughs> yes, Dean. It was. Kelly wrote, I was laughing at my desk listening to Kristen and Dean singing. Kevin wrote, I have a new ringtone. It's Dean singing. <laughs> Kevin, if that's actually real, please send that to Kristen and I so we can torture Dean. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. So, anywho, everyone I want to let you know, I tried to get Dean to sing again just so that we'd have like an encore of Dean for our mini-sode and Dean completely refused. Really? What did he say? What? How did you? I read him some of these comments. I'm. He's like, nope, can't Aww. do it. Can't. I think he was embarrassed by yeah. it, it was which, so which sweet. is too bad because I thought it was super enjoyable. And I wasn't the only one who found it enjoyable. Cameron has something to say here. Oh, yeah. Every time I opened this audio editing session to edit the episode, I would skip right ahead to that moment and just listen to it because it would lift my spirits and put me in a better mood. And now that I know that Dean wasn't going to reprise his singing role, it's that much more important that we caught it on tape so that we can all revisit it whenever we want. No wonder it was so popular. It will never happen again. No, Once in a lifetime. It's like that eclipse. (laughs) <laughs> that everyone loved. <laughs> and I have to say that Cameron and I sit two seats away from each other. And I could tell anytime he was listening to it because he would just be sitting at his desk laughing, Aww, staring at geez. audio tracks. Nothing else is on his screen. It's just like audio tracks. And we know we're not that funny. So it's being singing. <laughs> It was every day for two weeks. That was so funny. Thank Uh, you, Dean. Okay, okay. Let's take things down a notch and talk about something a little bit more serious. Forgiveness. Ah, yes. That step we both skipped. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. The book laid out a definition for forgiveness that I actually liked. It said, you are not excusing bad behavior. You're just choosing to let it go from your mind. You're choosing Mm -hmm. it to not uh, take up space, to not weigh on you. And I like that definition. And I'm pretty good at living forgiveness according to that definition. But according to my own definition, I suck at forgiveness. My own definition, as I was saying in that episode, was when I say you're forgiven, I'm saying it's all good. Hey, let's grab a frozen drink. What ups? Right. I feel the same way too. So my definition of forgiveness means that there are certainly people I don't forgive. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people wrote in with their thoughts on forgiveness. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Jenny wrote, I just listened to the latest episode, and after listening to the list of things you have to do, I paused the podcast, turned to my husband, and said, that forgiveness thing would be my own personal hell. (laughs) And then I found out I am not alone with this. However, I am wondering, does that unwillingness automatically mean we are not good people? I guess I see it as a way of protecting myself. Mm. So, Jenny, I think what you're essentially saying is, you know, you just don't want people to hurt you again, and choosing not to forgive them means they won't be let back in your life to hurt you some more. So yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah, it's self-preservation. I can move on from something someone did to me that's shitty, but like, to me, forgiveness means being like, yeah, you're still my best friend or whatever. But it's like, no, yeah. you're not. Anna had a slightly different perspective. Anna wrote in and she said that at some point in her life, she realized that, quote, Generally, the people I was holding grudges against would probably be delighted to know that they were still making me upset, a la Mean Girls. Oh, my God. She's, like, obsessed with me. She goes on to say, I agree with the sentiment that the best revenge is living well. To be clear, 
my only experiences refer to relatively petty complaints involving toxic friendships, lost money, etc. Nothing truly traumatic. So, right. I mean, I actually agree with Anna. I on totally this agree too. with Anna too. Yeah, yeah living, I would say living well is the best mm-hmm. revenge. Yeah, I live a great life. I'm not thinking about you, but also I don't forgive you. Right, right. I can live really well and never think about you at all, but that doesn't mean I forgive you. Jesse wrote us to say, Danielle Lepore. By the way, Danielle Mm -hmm. Lepore is a Canadian best-selling self-help author. So, Jesse says, uh, Danielle Lepore talks about how she's not a fan of forgiveness all the time. There are ways to free yourself without allowing the person to continue to hurt you. Again, this consciousness isn't about who's right or wrong and who needs to be forgiven. It's about designing a healthy way of relating, all things considered. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. That sounds kind of like the way we feel about it, too. It's about freeing yourself from, like, torturing yourself about, like, why did this happen to me? And, like, why do I deserve this kind of thing? But also, you don't need to, like, cater to toxic people. It's a fine line. All right. So thank you, everybody, who wrote in with their thoughts on forgiveness. And Jolenta, I just, I feel like. I forgive you. I I forgive myself. I forgive you. I forgive Cameron every day. I forgive everybody. I I, I forgive us all. I forgive everyone. Except you people who know you are. You know who you are. You know who you are. (laughs) You know who you are. All right. We're going to take a little break. But just a reminder, if you ever have stories or comments that you want to share with us, you can write to us at buythebook at panoply.fm. You can join our Facebook. Facebook community page. There's always a link in our show notes. And of course, you can call us at 505-510-BOOK. Do you ever find yourself wading through your newsfeed on Facebook or Twitter, wishing you could just call someone up and ask, what do I really need to pay attention to here? Well, what if you could? I'm Mary Harris, the host of What Next, Slate's new daily news podcast. And every weekday morning, I'm going to be on call for you, taking you inside one story, going deep behind the headlines. What Next is news you're not going to get just scrolling through your phone. To listen, subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Hey guys, we've been talking about why good things happen to good people, and one of the steps is humor. And one place you can find some of the best humor out there is in a podcast called Good One from Vulture. Good One is a podcast about jokes, a podcast where a comedian plays and breaks down their best joke with Vulture senior editor Jesse David Fox. Season two just started with the incomparable Maria Bamford, who, of course, I love not just as a Minnesotan, but I just love her because she's hilarious. She's the funniest. She's so funny. She talks about wanting to tell her audience how much money she makes and bombing as a commencement speaker. And they've had a lot of other great guests, including Jerry Seinfeld, Tignataro, Weird Al, Kristen Schaal, Will Forte, and get this, the guy who wrote jokes for President Obama. That's incredible. Those are very good guests. They're good guests, and Good One is a good podcast. It's a podcast about jokes, a podcast with new episodes every Monday, a podcast you can find wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. Kristen, should we talk about sexual harassment? Yeah, I mean, I think it's unavoidable. Mm -hmm. We talked about sexual harassment in the Why Good Things Happen to Good People episode, and we got a lot 
of mail from listeners on this topic. And just a reminder, in the episode, Jolenta told a live audience about a former boss who made sexual advances at her. And I talked about reporting a man in power who I used to work with who was sexually inappropriate with me. So those are the things we did. And many listeners wrote in to thank us for coming forward, to congratulate us for being brave enough to speak up. And one listener even wrote to say that she reported a harasser in her own workplace after hearing that episode. So we just... We're amazed, and we want to thank all of you guys for all of your support. And guys, if you're being sexually harassed in your workplace, we want to let you know there is help out there. The Feminist Majority Foundation has a list of hotlines you can call, and you can visit their website at feminist.org to learn more. All right. Let's talk about kindness, shall we, Jolenta? That's so much more fun than sexual harassment. Oh, my God. I just love this letter that we got from Elena. Elena wrote to say, hello, I just wanted to say thank you to you two wonderful women for being so honest and real in your podcast. In your most recent episode, Why Good Things Happen to Good People, you discussed amplifying voices and experiences besides your own and touched on the importance of calling out sexual misconduct. I am a senior in high school, one that is 75% or more female, and am planning on diving into the male-dominated world of physics. I had begun to worry that in such a shift I would lose sight of goals like speaking out for those with less privilege than me and lifting up other women, but your podcast has confirmed the importance of those goals. You both remain true to yourselves in every situation and give me hope that I can be as badass of a woman someday as you both are. Thank you for what you do. Oh my God, I'm, I'm crying. Like gonna so cry right now. I was like, I was like, maybe oh I can God. make a joke after this, but no. I can't. It's just, it's so good, Elena. Uh, you're gonna be our boss. Someday. You're the most badass. You're the yeah, you're gonna be a badass feminist physicist. You're gonna own us someday, Elena. Oh, my oh God. I can't wait to see what you do, Elena. Thank you so much for oh. writing in. We love that. We loved it so much. And in the spirit of this book, we also, on our Facebook community page, asked folks to share their own stories of kind things they've done that have lifted their spirits or kind things that other people have done for them that have made them happy. So let's read some of those responses. Yes. Uh, Stephanie M. wrote, As part of a mindfulness school, I wrote a letter a day for the month of February to various people in my life. Some relatives, some childhood friends, some mentors. I told them what makes them special and how these traits have made an impact on my life. Not only did it reinforce the amazing people I've crossed paths with in my nearly 50 years, but I also received beautiful messages in return expressing how much this gesture meant to the recipient. Considering most mail we get these days is either a speed camera ticket or a coupon for power washing your siding, something handwritten is a lovely surprise. Oh, that's so that's sweet. so sweet, Stephanie. I, I should that. write letters. That's a lost art that people enjoy, isn't it? Maybe that's a self-help book. <gasps> oh, okay. Don't take my ideas. No. no I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. Another Stephanie. Stephanie G. wrote with this story. She said, A sign-up went around in my church to sit with an older woman for a few hours at the hospital so her husband, who stays by her side day and night, could go home and rest. I don't know why, but I signed up. It was so far out of my comfort zone, and I wanted to have a real excuse not to go. But I went. And in her sweet husband, they have been married 61 years, I saw true compassion, love, and kindness in the 15 minutes we spent together before he left. I chatted with her son, who was also there, and held her hand, Again, not natural for me while I was there. I'm pretty sure she had zero idea I was there, but I left happy and have been thinking about her often in the last few days. That's so sweet. Oh, my God. Uh, I totally identify with that. That would be 
very scary for me. That sounds like it really made her feel it was happy. Totally worth it. It totally yeah. stuck with her. She's been Ugh, thinking about good it ever things since. happen to good people. Yes, yes. <laughs> and we got so many great stories from people. So go to our Facebook community page if you want to see some of those stories. We got dozens of them, and they're all, all of them super heartwarming. Love. They were so good. They're I all more heartwarming them. to read than the bad stories in the book. Why good things happen <laughs> to good people. If the book was full of your guys' stories, like that would have been an interesting read. Oh my! And God. had some diversity in it. They were such good stories. They were really good. So thank you, everybody who wrote in, who called, who tweeted us. Um, oh, we should tell them how you can tweet us, at Jolenta G and at Kristen Meinzer. We got tons of tweets. We got people reaching out to us in all sorts of ways. So thank you, everyone. And your goodness is being recognized. And your badness is not being forgiven. Ha! Yay. <laughs> all right. All right. Time for the next book. Woo! Boom, Let's reveal bum, bum, bum. it. Our next book is The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. Will we learn to love waking up early? Will we truly live our most productive lives? Is Hal really Hal's name? Or is it your pal Hal? We'll find out next week. Thanks again to everyone who reached out to us. Reminder, you can reach us at any time at 505-510-BOOK or write to us at buythebook at panoply.fm. Also, be sure to check out that fantastic website that Cameron made for us. It's at buythebook.panoply.fm. Thanks, as always, to our producer slash website building guru, Cameron Drews. Until next time, I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jalenta Greenberg. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 <laughs> that look on your face isn't excited, but <laughs> what exactly would we sing? So I thought the we could national anthem, maybe. No, no, I I was thinking that each of us could take turns picking a song each night, and then we'll just look up the video on YouTube and we'll sing along with it. Sweet love of mine. I didn't listen to this all the time in the eighties. Nobody did, right? Oh, it's about to get real. Oh, yeah. Oh. Where are we going? I don't know. Where do we go? I don't know. Where do we go now? Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because. Hey, listen, remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, 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 of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface.